This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Fires, it's blocked by Brunson, and it's over. And the Knicks come to Boston and win it in overtime. At least last night, they found a way to win the game. It's because you're a fraudulent fan, though. You're, the, you're all of a sudden this rah-rah rollercoaster fan. Oh, let's celebrate the win. Let's forget all the negative How can you be so no way Honestly, this is a gross take. No, I'm embarrassed for you. I'm, I'm embarrassed for everyone. The Knicks had a great win, oh and all God. you can do is turn the mic and play. They won the game. Oh, my God. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I'm not happy with mediocrity. All your teams are mediocre. Relax, you shut your mouth. What about I shut my mouth? On 98.7 ESPN. That was a good feisty opening hour on a Friday. This portion of the show driven by All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the entire Northeast. Huge locations. In Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Woo! I feel like you should probably towel yourself off a little bit after that. I'll take a quick rinse off? I think so. It's all right. I'm fine with that. Uh, God forbid so. you take multiple showers. I mean, Santi doesn't no. take kindly to take multiple showers. Well, you know why he doesn't take multiple showers? Because he doesn't want the towel to be wet the second yeah. time. Can't have a damp towel. Now he's completely thrown off. Well, he's got all this extra time with no woman to do all the, all the oh laundry all the time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, all I'm saying is that I've been very kind to Raymond today, and you have not. Today? Yeah. yeah. It was, I mean, still three hours left. Well, my intent is to be very nice to him for, for the day, yes, and send him into the weekend thinking good thoughts about our relationship. I've been doing I, I, don't know how, I don't know how what, what just transpired in the last 10 seconds is you being nice. Well, how was I not nice like, to you? You totally today? put words in my mouth, first of all. What do you mean I put words in your mouth? I, did, I didn't say there's anything wrong with, with taking an extra shower. Just it's not normal. And I, I, didn't, I didn't say that. He said it. Well, who are, you, who are you to judge what's normal and what's not? Clearly, I'm nobody, as has been oh. stated many times on this program. See, so you've given him a complex. Me? Yeah. You called, I've him done... an extra, you called him an extra, and now he has a complex. Oh, my God. I've done nothing. I've done nothing but nurture him. That's what you call nurture. That's okay. right. <laughs> Sorry if you can't handle some tough love. <laughs> you're, the, you're the Derek Carr of radio producers right now. No, I don't. I don't see it like that. Well, I that was the him. whole story. That was the whole story behind him and Josh McDaniels. McDaniels is too hard on him. They don't like each other. Did you, did you see this? And we'll get to it later. We go around the NFL. Apparently, Bill Belichick not a fan of Joe Judge anymore. Oh, does that surprise you after no, what happened not, this year? Not even a little bit. Uh, all right, so if you didn't hear the opening hour, we have kind of differing takes. My take is Knicks win, no such thing as a bad win, especially against a team that's that good. I'm very pleased about it. Rick's take is not so fast. You had the game won easily. You fell apart and lost that entire lead, got lucky to win it, and there's kind of a negative taste in in his mouth. Is that fair to say? I don't want to speak for you, but is that yeah, fair to say? Yeah, I think it needs to be fixed. Yeah, it needs to be fixed. If I was if I was on the Knicks, I would be, listen, any win is a good win, but I would I would say something. This is unacceptable. This can't be this can't be who we are. But, but I, what I don't understand from you is why why can't I mean, I'm not pleased that this is who they are, but why can't it be who they are? This is who they've been. At, at what point 
Is this just what you expect from this team? No, I think it, I mean, right now it's what you expect from this team. But at some point, doesn't it have to be like, doesn't it have to get Why? It's the glaring thing that's causing you the most problems? Like you, you spend all this time during the game working to give yourselves these leads and then just to see it evaporate because you can't function as a, a like an NBA offense late in games. You scored four points in the last five and a half. I get it. I, I didn't like it either. But at least it ended with a victory is my point. And, and, and that wasn't, you know, some, some two, it wasn't some, you know, awful team. You didn't do it against Orlando. You did it against one of the best teams in the NBA. No, I, I understand what you're saying. But this isn't the, this isn't the first time that it's happened. It's not you're not just doing this against the best teams in the NBA. This is who this is who you are. That's right. So if this is who they are, and you know that this is who they are, then why can't you just accept that this is who they are? And these games are going to be a, a a nightmare down the stretch. Because I can't be resigned to the fact that that it's going to be like this. Because this is not going to. It, it's not. First of all, it's not sustainable. And the other thing is, it's not going to allow them to get to where we hope they, they can get to. That's right. But they're not going to... We, okay, let me ask you this now. Like, this is going to stand in the way of them reaching whatever their potential Wh- is. Which be. is what? Uh, what? I'm hoping a six seed. Okay. I think that's still realistic. I think that's still possible. I do too, but like this stuff can't continue to happen, though, is my point. But I think it's going to, <sighs> is my point. Which is why it doesn't freak me out every single time it, it, it happens. Let's go to Mike in Massapequa. Good morning, Mike. You're next up on 98.7. Good morning, DPR and Roethlisberg. How are we doing? I, I, let me ask you this now, Mike. <laughs> are, you do, are you doing it on purpose? Yeah. Are you, you, you're doing it on purpose, yeah. right? Okay, that's fine then. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we haven't Can't read that in people? a while, those, those, those pronunciations. <laughs> yeah, those, are, those are fun right, times, uh, yeah. So shout out to the company, um, and I want to shout out RJ. Congratulations on the baby. We're having a baby in the same year, so uh, you know if he needs any help, let me know. <laughs> um, so what? Like so RJ said, yeah, I you know admit, what, Mike. In fact, I need I need help. Like, what, what are you prepared to do here? I'm dr- I'm helping. Text okay. me. You need advice? You know. <laughs> but why, let me let me ask you this: though. Why why would he need advice from you? Who's go, who's? Is this the first time you're going through it? No, this is my third. Oh, my, my goodness. Third. Oh, so maybe you are the right person to ask. Okay. Yeah. RJ, you need any help from Mike? Um, Not at the moment, but you tried to catch him there, and he went up and in on you. He's he's going to be more of a, an expert, a third-time parent than you. What do you have oh, to say about that's that? That's very accurate. That's very accurate. But Dave pretended like he didn't yeah. have a second child for a while. No, I didn't pretend like I didn't have it. I just didn't yeah. want it. <laughs> yeah. And Dave, ahead, Dave, I have two boys. I'm getting my girl. So. Oh, yeah. 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 What, do you, what do you have on the Knicks? So. I didn't really want Alex. Go ahead, Mike. What do you got? Um, so I just think that this is what they are, and it's unfortunate. But, you know, we got the win. So I think both times, short and long term. Short term, great win. Long term, six seed top, and then we're probably going to get bounced in the, in the first round if we, if we do make the six seed. Because who do we have? We don't have a closer. What teams close it out really well without a superstar? You know, like they have Celtics have Tatum, Bucks have Giannis. All these teams have great players, and they close it out well. And now we can't even do that because we don't have the plays, we don't have the confidence, and we just chuck the ball up and all this stuff. And but Mike, isn't it isn't passes. it fair to say that you, you Celtics yeah. have this, Bucks have this, and this team has this? The, the Knicks are not as good as those teams, right? Like absolutely, this they're comes not. As no surprise they're not. That, that they're so. 
So no. why does it bother you so much if you if they're not as good as Boston? They don't have the closes. They don't have the players. They're not as good as Milwaukee. They're not. But, they're not as good as these I'm teams. Saying it does. I'm not saying it does bother me because I am complacent where they are because it, what it's going to change. That's what I'm saying. So I'm in the middle of you guys as well. Like, I agree with both of you. And it's, it's unfortunate. We can't we, – we are not better. And I'm happy we got a great win back-to-back, Cavs and then Celtics. And now we play the Lakers and all this stuff. So if we could keep playing at least this well, you know, it's it, – Dave's take, it's fun to watch right now. But I – I don't think, you know, championship, you know, nothing of that sort is in no. our expectations. So, I, I, but that's what I want. I've never seen anything like that, and I want that, but it's not reasonable. So, you know, I just watch the games, have fun with it, and uh, if they win, yeah, they win. Mike, if they fall apart, you know. Mike, I appreciate the phone call, but I'm not talking about the championship. What I'm talking about is the difference between being stuck in that stupid playing tournament and not. Like it's it's more, and I know. Listen, this is probably not a great example because it was Boston, and it's you know you're in Boston, and it's a big win against one of the best teams in the NBA. So maybe this isn't the right time to be frustrated with it. But I just think maybe it doesn't get better. But my point is, is if it doesn't get better, we'll look back at a bunch of these games and we'll talk about them because it was the difference between them actually being in a playoff series, That's right. and having to fight for their lives to get into a playoff. You're 100 percent right. 100% right, is that this is probably going to be the difference between being the sixth seed and being the eighth seed. Kenny right. in Jersey. Good morning, Ken. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, hey, look, right now, Randall's a handful. Randall is a handful, and so he's playing like a superstar. So we do got to Kenny, I'll tell you what, though. Not down the stretch, he doesn't play like a superstar. Yeah, yeah but it was good to see Barrett hit that shot down the stretch. So maybe we don't have to depend on them down the stretch. We could depend on other people, like Barrett and Brunson. But well, that, that was because that was because you were in transition, though. That's because that was in transition. The problem is when they get stuck in the half court offense, it just looks like garbage. I, I do agree, and then and then Randall pounding that ball into the ground. Sometimes I, I don't like it myself, but I, I was calling about that win. You know, what made that a good win. The win, in, the win against Cleveland. So now we back to back against Cleveland and then Boston. So that was an excellent win. I don't care how we did it. We scored more points than them at the end of the game. I don't care how it, how it looked. To me, long-term or short-term, that was a great win, especially after beating Cleveland. I don't so, see where that could be a bad win at all. So, Kenny, you do not agree with Rick at all? At all. I, Dave, I, I don't usually call when I mean you agree. I like to call when I disagree with you. It's more fun. But I agree with you 100% right now, Dave, 110%. Nice. It's a great win. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for the call, Kenny. I like I like cuz I don't get this often when the public is on my side. Well, here's the difference between me and you. And what's the difference? Is that you're so you're you're stuck in the in the right now. I'm able to see the the forest through the trees. But no, but I can see I can see the forest through the trees too. I I'm just take a nice macro look at this. I know that the forest through the trees is like old broken ends in, down en- trees. Ends in, dis- ends in disappointment. Yeah. Exactly. I know that I get I get to grandma's house and it's it's there's no shortbread cookies for me. <laughs> right? I just I just get frustrated. I mean it's just listen, I I mean we, we we spend so much time watching this team and talking about this team and I just want them to be I want them to to get better and, and be a team that can can actually compete in a in a playoff series. I don't see that happening. I mean you think they compete with Milwaukee or Boston? Well no, but that's what frustrates me. But it's not even that though. It's like 
it could be the difference between having a you know a six game series or a five game you know as opposed to getting swept like it's just like in moments like that i I'd ex- I expect you as a if you think this is a well coached team or maybe you don't and you do have some good players like Julius Randle's playing at a high level everyone like Jalen Brunson's a good player like they have they have some good players yeah they don't Correct. have a superstar so maybe it is more coaching but it has to like you, you would expect it to to start to improve a little bit that have to be uh, you would you have expect to solve it, it overnight. You would expect it by sheer like numbers and saying it can't continue to play out like this. But what you watch tells you differently. Yeah, and I just, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around it. I guess. How about RJ popping on and saying you you'd get lost in the forest? Oh, he that, said that. Yeah, that's not a nice thing to say, RJ. You'd get lost right there in the forest. Coming from the guy who gets lost in Costco. When they don't yeah, you you were you were weeping with yogurts you you didn't identify with in Costco. Listen, it's it's doesn't speak to my abilities to work my way out of trouble. Would I have a compass? I don't think it would matter. I don't, I don't think it would a compass. either. You not even read a compass. You, you no, get, he has no idea. You what get, do you mean? It says north, east, south. I know how to read a compass. Okay, do you know which way you'd be headed then? You would just go north because, <laughs> because that's where the well, compass is. I'm going to hit the North you. Pole then. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Well, you would. Let's. I mean, let's just let's just call it what it is though. Can you climb a tree? It is what? there a bear chasing me? I, it's the he woods. Would, he would not only climb up the tree; he would make monkey sounds while doing it. I'm trying to think of a. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a situation where you would be favored of anything bigger than favored like a squirrel in, in, in the forest. Yeah, anything bigger than a squirrel is taking you out. Yeah. Well, you make you make it sound like 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 we're, it's it's Jack Hanna's on the show with me. I mean, I don't think anybody would do well in the forest. I have Jack Hanna's autograph. I don't know why no, you, you discount don't. the squirrel so much. Uh, how did how did you get Jack Hanna's autograph? He was here one day. Wow, look at you! And you said, Mr. Hanna, can I have your autograph? <laughs> no, he just gave it to me. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> he just said, "Here you go, Jack Hanna." He's a great man. Uh, yeah, but I don't, a herd of squirrels, I think, takes you out also. Anything I more than pa- like yeah, a pack of squirrels, like, like a family of squirrels, more than like four, yeah, right. What, what, Can what, you climb what a tree? What would you guys do? Be having squirrel soup if they went after you? No, I just think Rick would. It, he has better, Rick would what? Evasive maneuvers. Right. Evasive maneuvers. You know what his maneuver is? Flee. His wife was being attacked by a dolphin, and the guy swam away. I, he's on land this time, though. He's not aquatic. How about that? You put <laughs> that squirrel can water ski. You put Rick in an aquatic situation. He's not not so favorable anymore. Well, how about it was just smart by me because one of us really had to smart. survive this. Well, yeah, but one of us had to survive the incident. I had to get to land so I could be at my best. Probably makes for an awkward dinner after, though. What, what yeah. was going through your head there? At least one of us was going to make it. That's right. I figured you were going to perish, and I wanted to. <laughs> no, I thought you kids. could you could handle yourself for a couple minutes while I can go get back up. You viewed her as a, as a sunk draft cost at that point. You were like, oh, this just doesn't <laughs> work out. Zach Wilson of spouses, <laughs> is that time, what you're saying? Time to cut bait. <laughs> She was. I was the Arizona Cardinals. Like you know what? I'm going to cut my losses here. That's right. She was Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen at that very moment. <laughs> she That's, still holds that over my head. Well, yeah. What a surprise that is. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, swim Fight away. The I, I, I'm in dire straits. What does your husband do? Swims away. I was drawing the attention of the dolphin <laughs> by fleeing. Uh, anyway, RJ, it wasn't very nice. That I would be toast in the Can forest. Dave climb a tree. What about Dave? What about Dave makes you think he could climb a if tree? If there was a bear chasing me, I could climb the tree. There's no you chance. Know, you know what, ba- what bears I, can do? I don't, I don't <laughs> care if there's a <laughs> raccoon chasing you. It'd what do you mean? Pointless. If my life is on the line, I can climb, baby. You can't do a pull-up. You're going to be able to climb a tree. Pull-up pull is different. No, it isn't. You don't involve your legs wait, wait, in a pull-up. What, what, 
do you think you're doing when you climb the tree? Okay, you guys don't. You guys don't. But what do you have? Okay. What do you have? Special you just, tree climbing shoes on? I'll be. Honest. You, you use everything you got if there's a bear coming after I'll, you. I'll be honest. Even a really angry bee, I think you're in trouble. Oh, everything you got. That's the problem. You don't got it. You don't cut much. All right. I. I don't listen. You have the stupid take today. What are you coming after me for? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not coming after you. I'm just, this is the facts. Just don't leave my the bear's coming after you. To, to perish. All right, you know what? I don't need any of this. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers, thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere, Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. RJ, could you put it on the poll uh, whether or not people think that Dave could climb a tree, please? No, I don't think I could climb a tree unless it was a life or death situation. I still don't think you could climb a tree. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of agree, sadly. If, if the lowest limb so is So if like- it was like we, you, you, we take a child away from you if you can't climb this tree. Like, you don't think in that Which fight child? Fl- no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, that's I think fair, there's a better chance if we said point. we'll take I didn't really we'll want take Alex. Giants away from you, you could climb the tree. I think there are many situations where I could climb a tree. No, but I, it, I think just go out there just for fun, go climb a tree, probably not. But if the lowest limb is like nine feet off the ground, like nine I'm... Nine feet off the ground. How are you getting there? I don't even know that I, I don't, I don't know that I could do it. Like, he ain't shimmying up no tree, I'll tell you that. I don't think it's as big of a, a knock as you're taking it. I think it's hard. Yeah, but I think you have to realize if, if it's like under the pressure, under that moment where others swim away, others climb. That's a shot. I don't know what of you mean. Of course that's a shot. Of course, because he's never been in, in this real life situation where he's attacked by a, a vicious animal. Right. And you have, and, and you've literally urinated all over yourself. <laughs> right. It was no. like, hey, this, be- this beautiful, docile animal is, is hurting my wife. What do I do? 
let, let me get the hell out of there. The That's docile animal is hurting my wife. It's yeah. not docile. It's a sociopath. It's, it's First of all, it's second of all, in I swam with moment, the dolphins. These things are loving. No, okay. not this one. Not this one. Uh huh. Yeah, there's plenty of people that that that, that have relationships with tigers and lions until they bite your face off. A, a real man would have, would have taken your your fingers and put it right in their eyes and God, said, "Cast, could... swim, swim." The water was murky. What do you want me to tell you? It's like a scene from a horror film. I love. I love. You swam away, and now you defend it. Now listen, in that moment, killers. it was it was there fight was... or flight, and I I chose flight. It's great. It's good. Tell your kids that story one day. Where's Where's mom? Oh, she was gonna... dolphin food, guys. But <laughs> I'm here. A... Good news, fake... Daddy's a... here. I should get a fake dolphin head and hang it on the. What's that? Ah, that's the dolphin detection. Oh my God, Stephen Maplewood. If you allow me to go to a call, we'll go to Steve. Good morning. First, uh, you guys really handle your job great. You guys are great. Thank you. So I got a strong view here. Sixty-year-old, uh, lifelong Knicks fan. I think that this Knicks team and Julius Randle is one of the most unappreciated teams and uncovered teams and players in New York sports history. You know, two years ago, Randle carried this team on his back with no point guard and very little talent, and then everyone was pissed off at him because they lost to Atlanta in the playoffs. This team this year, the scoring offensive performance of this team a Knicks fans have not enjoyed in years. Randall's a 28-year-old kid. I could go through all of his flaws and some of the mistakes he's made and how he hasn't been had composure, but he's worked on that, and he physically is drawing a double team every night. Now that he has a point guard, he is showing the player he is. He is he's, he's, he's bought in, and they have bad nights, and they, they lose leads, and they, they got to still get the, get it all together, but I can't believe whatever reason people hold stuff against his history. He's a 28-year-old kid, and he is playing out of his mind, and this team is competing with all the flaws. They're competing, and this guy, I can't believe there's discussion that he may not be on the All-Star team. If you watch the Knicks every game, he is a beast. So that's my take. Well, that's Dave, Steve. You're speaking directly yeah, to Dave. You're speaking directly to me, but he, but I'm not. There's no way that I'm the only person that has that take. No, you're not. But I, I mean, that's part of the problem. I think part. Listen, I think the reason why it it always goes back to Julius Randle for people is because because of what you saw before he had the breakout season, what you saw last year, and how he dealt how he dealt with it. And I think that was partly. I mean, him frustrated that you know he he hadn't built up any equity with the people like you and now this year is that people people want to find a way to to get this team to make this team better and it always comes back to well you got to trade Julius Randle that'll make it better because Obi Toppin will now get more minutes no, I don't I don't think that but that's but that's what we keep hearing from people Tibbs doesn't develop the young players Obi doesn't play because Julius I mean, because Julius is here, so we got to trade him. We had the one call today, get a second-round pick. Well, what is this team without Julius Randle? No, 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 no. The, uh, no, no don't put me in that grouping. I don't think no. that just tra- trade him for, for whatever you can get. No, I, he's a valuable piece to the team. I just don't know that with Julius Randle as your alpha, which I think it's fair to say he is, it, it, it's a 1A and 1B with him and Brunson, that you're going to wind up doing what it is that you hope you can do. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, for this team to get to to that caliber of a team that can compete with the Milwaukee's in a, you know, Milwaukee. They need a star. Yeah, they need to. It's like, 
how's the best way to describe this? It's like when, you know, you have, uh, say for the Rangers, for example, where you have a guy playing on the number one line center that should be the number two center, and all of a sudden you have a guy come in that can fill that role, and you push, you push that guy down to where he's more comfortable. Like right now, Julius Randle has to be the guy because that's, that's the best option. On a great team, he wouldn't have to be that guy. That's right. On a great team, is Julius Randle going to be the best option? No. On, on a great team, is Julius Randle going to be the second best option? Probably Maybe not, not. No. Probably not. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Let's get to the Jets. Um, this is pretty simple for me, and I don't know if you feel the same way. This is If this leads to Aaron Rodgers, it's an absolute home run. And if it doesn't, I have real reservations about this hire. I feel the exact same way. Oh, do you? Okay, good. I feel the exact same way. I, mean, I think it's clear as to why Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator for the Jets. There's a singular purpose, right? And that is we think that this gets us from point A to point C by bringing him in and now hopefully leads us to making a trade for Aaron Rodgers. I think that's right. And I also think, I mean, let's not sleep on the fact that they hired Keith Carter either. The offensive line coach? Right, from Tennessee and run game coordinator who's apparently close with Aaron Rodgers too. Right. They are, And you know what? Good for them. I give them tremendous props for this. They are doing everything within their power. They're playing the game. It's not just we're going out to try and get Rodgers. We're going to do everything within our power to land guys that Rodgers likes and wants to be around so he wants to play for our Jets. Yeah, I think we want to make this as attractive as possible. Now, it's a risk because I think Denver tried to do the same thing and it didn't work out for them. And Nathaniel Hackett fell on his face as a head coach. Yes. Which doesn't can- necessarily mean that he's... No, no, no. That he can't be a better offensive coordinator. No, look at look at Dan Quinn. I mean, uh, uh, Dan Quinn had his team at a Super Bowl, though. So I know, but Dan, but Dan Quinn was a good head coach. I think he's a. Be- I think he's. A- look at Wade Phillips. I know there's plenty of examples. I wouldn't use Dan Quinn as one of them. Fair enough, but look at Wade Phillips. There's plenty. Look at Norv Turner. There's plenty of examples of guys that that were great coordinators and not great coaches. Here's the problem, though, and the reason why this is is a risk is because if it doesn't land you, Rogers. If I were to just tell you that Rodgers doesn't come here, or Rodgers wasn't even part of this equation, and we got on the, the radio this morning and said, hey, guys, guess what? Jets just hired Nathaniel Hackett. How do you feel about it? I think people would, would be, be totally very unhappy. Different reaction. I think totally they'd be different very unhappy. And I, and I agree with that. I think you should be unhappy. I, don't, I think you know, there's a guy that just failed, right? Is that fair to say he failed? Uh, epic. A- epic. Epic failure. failure. D- couldn't make it through his first and only season with Denver. And your idea is let's run as quickly as we possibly can and hire him. I think that you'd rightfully have that take of what exactly are we doing here. But you don't have that take because you look at the end of the rainbow and you see the pot of gold that is Aaron Rodgers. Right. That, that's why this would work. Or why you'd be happy with it is if it landed Aaron Rodgers. And then you'd and be thrilled. Be other, well, yeah, because I mean, the, the reality of where we're at with this is that if he, I mean, if he does decide that he wants to move on and it, it's... As the days goes as as each day goes on, it feels like yeah he's going to he's going to move on, and it's only going to be to the AFC. Uh, this uh, I have to imagine there's going to be other AFC teams that are that want to get involved in this. And how do we make our you know ourselves the team that he wants? That's to right. Play for? How, how are we the most attractive? So let me ask you right now. So I, I know you can't be Aaron Rodgers, but but for argument's sake, you're Aaron Rodgers, and and you're looking for a new team. What interests you more, Indianapolis 
or the Jets? The Jets. Okay. What interests you more, Tennessee or the Jets? Who I would still and say remember the Jets. we got your guys. I would still say the Jets. Well, that's part of it too. Is you got? I I think Mike Vrabel is an unbelievable coach. But I just think that I, I keep telling you this though, man. I just think they all of it, like what the what the Jets offer him as far as the talent. On top of the fact now you have your offensive coordinator, we got your buddy Keith Carter, and I, I just think as far as what he's trying to accomplish with this next team, which is to win a championship, which championship is going to be worth more? I think a championship for the Jets would feel like it's worth more than a championship anywhere else. Now, Raiders have your, your receiver buddy, but the Raiders are nowhere near winning anything. No. Uh, their defense is not very good, though. No, their defense is not good, and they're going to lose their elite running back, and you'll go there, and, I mean, listen, Derek Carr was good there anyway. But keep me out of that. Listen, keep me out of that division anyway. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to go good. up against Mahomes and and you know the mediocre Justin Herbert, right? Yeah, and then on top of that, if Sean Payton ends up in Denver too, I mean Denver's still got a pretty good defense. They sure do. We're gonna go around the league, by the way, in about not eight ish minutes. We'll get there. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So I, I I like it today. I don't know that when the off season finishes up that I'll sit there and tell you I love the Hackett signing. But today I can I can tell you I like the Hackett signing. Yeah, well, I think because I think right now it it feels like the reason like they know something that we don't. That's why you like it. Yeah, because I think maybe the the Jets are playing chess here for once. Yeah, like I said, they know something that we don't. Good that this I, was kind of this is behind, you know, behind closed doors in private conversations. Something that's been been talked about. Uh, let's take a listen to your head coach Robert Sala. Um, what does Hackett's hiring mean for the quarterback position with this team? The quarterback position, obviously, with all the different interviews, were was the number one concern, uh, and rightfully so. And it was it was simple. We're committed to uh, finding a veteran. Uh, we didn't get into names. Doubt that he's even studied those guys yet, which he's going to uh, start uh, next week. But we didn't get into specifics on names. But it was it was uh, talked about that we do plan on bringing a veteran quarterback if we can. Uh, we do want to continue working with Zach and continue to develop him. I love it. I love that he hasn't studied them yet. You, you interested in Aaron Rodgers? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I need. I need to study. I need to study. All he'd be studying is if it's not Aaron Rodgers, who would you think is right. the best? He needs to study those guys. Are you interested in, in Derek Carr? I. I don't. I got to study. I got to hit the books. See, here's the thing. Just that, but by just resume alone, Nathaniel Hockey like the fact that he's got the experience, obviously, and even having the the very limited head coaching experience, I think, also is. Is a is a positive for him, but he I mean he's been a play caller for six seasons, and he's had a top ten offense one time. Uh that's correct. So Which it's was funny that you it's funny that you uh, say that because I sent myself a DM on the Twitter. Can we hear from the DM? Uh we'll hear from the DM next. Yeah, Hackett's ranks in yards per play and offensive touchdowns per game as an NFL offensive coordinator. You ready? Ready. Okay, Ray, can I get some football music? Oh yeah. You just, you know, oh, there we go. Doesn't, isn't everything better with football music? Everything's so much better. Uh, 2013, 29th and 25th yards per play and offensive touchdowns per game. 2014, 29th. What'd you say? No, it wasn't EJ Manuel as quarterback in 2013. Well, I'm just giving the numbers. Obviously, okay. you've had different quarterbacks along the way. Absolutely. 2014, 29th, and 24th. 2016 as the interim offensive coordinator. 26th and 23rd. 
Now, 2017 was better, and it wasn't with Aaron Rodgers. So I think this is the one year you look at and you have some optimism and hope around. 2017, 11 and 9. 2018 was brutal. 30 and 32. Then he gets Aaron Rodgers. Not great year one, 17 and 11. Year two with Rodgers, 2 and 1. And year three, 8 and 7. Yeah, but he wasn't the primary. He wasn't the primary play caller with Aaron Rodgers. Well, he was certainly very heavily involved with that, though. Well, it was the it was the coordinator, but he wasn't the play caller, which he'll be with the Jets. That's right, yeah. and right and rightfully so, he'll be with the Jets. Yeah. So, like in 2017, the one the one stat that really stands out with his offense was they led the league in rush yards a game. They were first in the NFL. 2017, he's with what Jacksonville? Jacksonville, yeah, yeah. So he had was Fournette was on that team at that point. Yeah, they were first in yards. Yep. Um, they were sixth in total yards, sixth in yards a game, and fifth in points a game. That's good. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I again, I mean, this to me, it, it's very simple. If you land Rodgers because of it, it's a huge win. And if you don't, at, at best, it's it's uncertainty. You're not going to get people. You you would not get people calling in excited if this wasn't part of. Of bigger, a, of a grand plan. plan. That's right. a, you're you're a hundred percent right. If 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 you found out later today that Rogers said, you know what, I have no interest to go to the Jets. Take them off the table for me. I think the excitement and luster surrounding Nathaniel Hackett would go right out the window. Yeah, we'd have to bump Grasa tomorrow and do a Saturday show to just take angry phone calls for three hours. Uh, but Rich Samini was on Barton Hahn yesterday. You notice, by the way. That any time news like this breaks, it's like, and rule 76, and we do that, and then the news breaks immediately following the show? I have noticed that. It's, it's odd, isn't it? Do you think, you think the NFL, someone is sending a message to us? No, I just think they, don't, they know we don't need it. Uh, like they can yeah. do a fun, entertaining show for four hours yeah, without having some, some breaking news. Uh, Barton Hahn had the breaking news, and they had Rich Cimini on with the breaking news, and he broke down some of the positives of Hackett. He has play-calling experience, and I think that was essential. You couldn't go with another rookie like you had with Mike LaFleur. So you wanted an experienced play-caller who's been around some good programs. He obviously was the OC for three years in Green Bay. He called plays in Jacksonville and Buffalo. He got Blake Bortles to a championship game. So I think there's something to be said for that. You know, he did have some clock management issues last year, so I guess it runs in the family a little bit. But again, he was in the head coaching role last year, and now this is offensive coordinator. So I think all things considered, considering where the Jets are and what was available, I'm okay with the hire. All right. So I think Rich is a a very fair, one of the most fair beat reporters out there. Here's the issue, though. So he brings up Blake Bortles and getting Blake Bortles to an AFC championship game. So Blake Bortles that season, okay, threw 21 touchdowns and 13 interceptions, had a completion percentage just over 60%, which was 24th in the league. But Blake Bortles was never great. Well, right, but it's not like all of a sudden he was. I mean, he was fine. He was good. He, he was, he, but but he, he was. Pre- I remember watching those postseason that that playoff run, thinking to myself, you know what, this guy's not bad. And Blake Bortles, in fact, was bad. But under Hackett, he didn't look bad. So maybe there's something there for that. Yeah, maybe. But again, I mean, this is not. If Aaron Rodgers comes, this is not what he's going to be tasked to no, do. No, it it's doesn't. Be... I mean, Aaron, you could be the offensive coordinator if Aaron Rodgers comes. That's nice of you to say that. Well, I think you could. I I think that that anybody could. I don't know if anybody could, but if as long as they get, I mean, they have. RJ, do we have the sound of him on McAfee talking about how much? Oh, we got the sound. You want the sound? Yeah, let's hear that. All right, here's yeah, Aaron really Rodgers for for Nathaniel. I mean, I think he's he's. Uh, this is a little overdue. 
to be honest. I mean, I think he's been around the game for a long time. What he did in Jacksonville, I think, was pure magic, uh, getting them within a quarter of the Super Bowl. He's a, he's a great coach. I love spending time with him. He's a fantastic teacher. He's incredible in front of the room, and I'm really happy for him. All right. Now, that was before, of course. That was January of last year, so it was before he even started there with Denver, and it turned out to be an absolute disaster. It was not great, no. But that's not the not point. Not a good fit. The point is, Rogers loves him, and that's why he's here. And that's all that matters. Uh, you want to? Have you eaten something recently? No, why? Good. Then I could tell you this because this might make like a regurgitation kind of thing happen. Ugh. But I. But maybe there's a new day is dawning. Ready? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. To, now, just to let you know, this was not my intent. RJ, before I do this, I want you to tell everyone who, in fact, put this out there. Who originally or who on the no, show? No, no, no. Who, who is pushing it on me to do? Oh, me. Okay. I want that understood before I do this. Don't kill the messenger, all right? All right, all right. From 2009 through 2022. Okay. Mark Sanchez to Wilson. The Jets are dead last in the NFL in total QBR at 41.5. Touchdown passes at 257. And completion percentage at a staggering 57.7. Wow. It's not what you want. That's not what you want at all. No. I'm so sorry to awful. have had to, you know that felt that felt like tough love. That felt unnecessary. I'm sorry it for felt that. Di- it felt dirty. I'm sorry that for like. that. It felt it felt dirty. I'm I'm sorry to have done that to you. you want to get you want to get to some calls and see how excited people Ugh. are about this? I want to ask you one more question before we take the calls because okay. we have so much time in this fun new segment. How much does this jet situation for you feel like what Tom Brady was jumping into in Tampa? Not all the way, but similar. I think I think Tampa was like they were right there. Like you add Tom Brady to Tampa, they were right there. You add Aaron Rodgers, they are they they move up the rung a lot, but I don't know that they are are the the class of the AFC now. Yeah, but it feels like you got the defense, right? You have more, I mean, more established names offensively in, in Tampa. Offensive line, not back, great yet. But what was holding them back was the quarterback. Oh, no, I, I see similarities. I just, I think that, that Brady going to Tampa, that it was like he goes there, everyone's desperate to go there, and they're ready to win right away. I, I think the Jets could be, but I think there's there are more hurdles for the Jets. You say that, but, I mean, the more I think about what was going on in Tampa, I mean, it's... Like, Jake, Jameis Winston was a problem, right? Like, the 30 interceptions was a problem. It's terrible. But when you look at where this defense is at, you look at the the offensive players that they have. I agree the offensive line has to be... But the offensive line, like, once Brady decided to go to Tampa is when they started to solidify the offensive line, right? They get worse with the first-round pick. Like, that was a point of emphasis. Correct. But it was all about Tom Brady, and it took them a while to let by. Until they kind of, like, they said, okay, Tom, like, how, how can we tailor this offense more around you? But you still you, you can't beat Belichick. You got him standing in front of you. Sounds like two is going to come you back. Could have Belichick, but you could have beat Belichick twice this season. Yeah, you had but, a half decent quarterback. But, but you never do. And until you do, can you do it? I mean, listen. Now you I beat think the you, Bills. You got to beat the Bills. You beat you the beat Bills. The Dolphins. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to you got to win these games. So I, I again, I I think you could. And I said the other day, I think you could be the best team in this division. But it's a in my mind a a tougher task for Rodgers than it was for Brady. Look at this AFC. No, no, I get it. I'm not asking. I'm not asking you how tough the challenge is going to be. I just mean how the team feel like where the team is at. It fe- it feels like you you are 
so far away right now. And if you sign Aaron Rodgers, you could be very close. Yes. All right. That's all I, I think, wanted. I, I think that's fair. You need a confirmation? You got confirmation. That's all I wanted. All right. Well, you got it. 1-800-919-3776. And because I do feel a way about you, I have a, I have a special treat for you later on in the show. I love treats. I have a, a an, I, I think, and now it's courtesy of one Raymond J. Santiago, but I think, and I don't even know if RJ knows about the treat. I think you will be so excited about the treat. You want, you want a taste? Can I get a nibble? I'll give you a taste. Stick your tongue out. I'll put, I'll put a little, little bit right on your tongue. Ready? Here you go. Here you go. Okay. Oh, that's uh, nice. Here we go. I'm just gonna take my finger and put it uh, right there. Here, here you go. Uh, bum bum bum. Hot, sticky, sweet. Baseball related. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's right. Baseball <laughs> related. Let, let's go to a call or two, and then we'll go around the league. Dino Plainfield. Dino, you're on 98. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good How morning. are you doing? Good. So before I say what I want to say, as a lifelong Bears fan, I want Rodgers out of the division as fast as possible. <laughs> but I would be very surprised if he goes to the Jets only because, and I just wanted to hear what you guys think about it. Throughout his career, and we know his personality, he's been – I don't think he wants anything to do with having any kind of comparison with Brett Favre. And to follow in his footsteps to go to the Jets, I doubt it. I'd be surprised. Unless he, finishes the, unless he finishes the job, unless he actually gets into the playoffs and has success in the playoffs. Well, I'm sure he spent the, he I, would I'm have sure to he spent win the Super Bowl. The, well, here's the thing, though. I'm sure he spent the entire time saying he would never turn into Brett Favre. And how he's handled the situation in Green Bay is very similar to how he Brett Favre handled the situation now, yes. in Green Bay. He's Favre. Like, he's turned himself into it. Yes, but would he now take that next step and say, you know what, I'm going to follow exactly where Brett Favre went to the Jets, and then I'll go to Minnesota. I, I think his personality just well, doesn't – I don't see the that. Thing, though. Uh, listen, that could be one of the impediments in getting this done, but Brett Favre didn't want to be a Jet. Brett Favre used the Jets to get yeah. his way, which was get to Minnesota, but Green Bay was never going to trade him to Minnesota. So, I, I listen, I don't know what he's thinking, but – I, I got to believe uh, through back channels and everything else, and I know that there's excitement in the Jets building, that the reason why you, you you hire Nathaniel Hackett and Keith Carter, Keith Carter's, I mean, they're both, like, Keith Carter's really good at what he does, but. They're Rodgers I mean, they, guys. They hired guys that, that would lure Rodgers to the Jets. Let's call it like it is. So, so they have to, I mean, I, I'm hoping that they know that there's some interest there. There has to be. They have to know. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.